Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler season with us. New cards. Welcome to episode five of Spoiler Season. Um, we have a special guest today. I'm going to introduce you in a moment. But first, before we do, got to thank our sponsors. Thanks to New England Comics, who you can find at NEC Coolidge on Facebook, best place in Boston to play FNM. And Flipside Gaming, which you can find online at flipsidegaming.com. And check out their articles, some good ones, uh, especially by yours truly. Uh, so let's look at uh, who our, our guest is today. You want to introduce yourself, reintroduce yourself? You know, look on the podcast. I'm Brian. Hi. Excellent. Uh, that, is, that is true. <laughs> he is Brian. Well, what, are, what are your favorite types of strategies in Magic, Brian, and, and formats? Well, let me tell you about Brawl. No. Oh, dear. Oh, wait, no, but you played a Brawl I played event? in the Brawl Championship. The Brawl World Championship. Yes. And were yeah. you planning to play in that World Championship? I had, like, 14 hours advance notice that I would be planning on playing in it. More than enough. Yeah. So totally. much planning. More, more than I needed, honestly. <laughs> you know, I, I was able to, like, hype myself up and then get too hyped. That's <sighs> great. That's great. No, I, I actually liked Brawl a lot as a format. Yeah. I I had a Brawl deck built like a few months ago, and then I took the, took it apart because I needed the cards for standard, that which is, is an awkward thing. thing. I keep hearing. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, Brawl was fun. It's if you like Commander, but you don't want anything to be too broken. Mm. Which was I know your problem with it that when you tried Commander. Me. Yeah, I finally played Commander for the first time yeah. this summer. I played like three or four games they took forever and then someone would go off and do something stupid and i was like this format is stupid like the cards can be so broken that like it doesn't even matter what everyone's done up to that point like they just like they just win and you're like oh no let me do this cool thing no no no, no it's okay it's okay yay i infinitely comboed with these bizarre old cards yeah but you get to play bizarre old cards oh no, I just, I want to have a game. The Magic Club that I advise at school also only plays Commander, so I just, I'm like, oh. I wish I could play with you guys, but... You could. Nah, I could. You could. It I've would take, like, three hours of your life. No. In my closet. I, we have, uh, we have two pre-cons, but I'm like, no, I, I would just bring in Modern Decks, and like, you got, why don't you play a Modern Deck? I'll play a Modern Deck. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. uh, the Brawl Championship actually was won by a Fire Song and Sunspeaker deck. Oh! That was playing Star of Extinction, oh. and so every game he just had, like, 300 life. Broken. They keep printing two cards that are too powerful <clears throat> for buy a box promos. It's not fair. They need to stop. The, otherwise, the games were ending at reasonable times. Yeah, and sure. that guy's pod was... And... Look, no offense to him. He, yeah. he built a deck. It did a good thing. He won. Yeah. I think he won right. every match. Yeah. But the games always took forever because he was always at 300 life. Yeah. That does seem like a, like a problem. 300 life is a lot of life. Yeah. And it's not infinite, so you can't just be like, uh, I'll concede. Right. It's mm. almost infinite. It is almost infinite. <laughs> In standard. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. nearly equivalent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now that our introductions are complete, let's get into the cards. So Katie, our first card from today is green and white. I know those are two colors that you enjoy playing often together. Yes, it is true. And so I shall read it. <laughs> Good. That's uh, kind of what I was getting at. So. Yeah, that's, that was my guess. All right. This is Conclave Guild Mage. This uh, follows the pattern of the other guild mages. Yeah, green and white for a 2-2 two -two elf cleric. Has two abilities. You can pay green, tap it. Creatures you control gain trample until end of turn. All creatures. Very nice. Or white, five, tap. Create a 2-2 two -two green, white, elf, knight creature token with vigilance. Okay. It's a card. Yep. Continues being, you know, uh, the cycle of guild mages being, like, reasonably quite good in limited mm -hmm. uh, in particular. Yeah. Um, and I think this one's no exception. Uh, creatures getting trample for a single green is great uh if you're you know you're in green and white you have big creatures that want to get through yeah. uh and being able to get that late game value of just churning out a 2-2 forcing them to spend a removal spell on a two mana 2-2 two -two, uh again is good these are like at uncommons i think the guild mages as they were in the other formats are going to be pretty high picks yeah i think some of these are not as good as like the uh older cycles of guild mages which is not to say they're bad right I think the um, older cycle is arguably, like, especially the OG one, I yeah. think was, like, maybe too good. Yeah, the OG ones, a lot of them were very good. Yeah. And RTR, they're all quite good. And these are all 
very playable. Mm -hmm. um, I think the biggest concern I have for people playing this is that a lot of times I think people uh, look at abilities and say, oh, that ability's bad. I don't want to play the card. Mm -hmm. But like, look, it's a 2-2 two -two for two. Yeah. And it does something. Absolutely. Two if it does anything. Yeah, if it does anything else. Like, you might say, oh, six mana for a 2-2. Two -two. Sure, six mana for another 2-2. Two -two. If you get there, you'll be happy you have that ability. Mm -hmm. If you don't get there, whatever. You still got a 2-2 two -two for two that can give your guys trample. Yeah, there's no reason to ever complain about upside. Like, if you would play a, a two-man two-two, you're going to play one with upside. Like Right, like, I, I would never cut this in a green-white deck. And no, no, absolutely not. So, yeah, so that's Conclave Guild Age. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, I was a little bit thrown off by the second ability because it creates a green-white <clears throat> elf knight. Mm -hmm. I don't remember seeing elf knights before. But I'm, there's I'm not sure they... many of them. I'm yeah. sure there have been some. There were probably some in Lorwyn. They're, Maybe. Because I've been playing elves in modern. There's a lot of elf warriors and elf shamans and elf yeah. druids. This yeah. is elf cleric. I was just kind of, yeah. I mean, this is not going to end up probably being relevant. Actually, I think but there was a, a card in original Rav block that was an elf knight. Oh, like, t was that, Tulsimir Wolfblood? Yeah, Tulsimir make... Wolfblood an elf knight? Might have been. I don't remember. Yeah, because he makes the legendary wolf token. We can, Anyways, uh... It's, like, completely relevant, but I was just like, it's like, oh, interesting creature type choices on that elf knight that is yeah it's an interesting combination now elf, elf warrior, warrior. Close, yeah. close yeah well i mean uh, knight, knight not is, that this is, yeah not that this is going to see play in standard right but knight but, is a relevant type yeah right knight now. is a relevant type yeah maybe people play this in their brawl decks maybe yeah alongside maybe. you know history our new Manalia. brawl expert mm -hmm. yeah. weighing in with the hot take Next, we have, uh, actually, this is a throwback card, Ryan, if you want to take this one. Yeah, so this is uh, Centaur Mediator, we think is how it'll be translated. Uh, one green and a white for a 3-3. Three, three. Uh, presumably, it's a creature Centaur and maybe has another type. I guess that hasn't been translated. It says, when Centaur Mediator enters the battlefield, each player gains four life. And this is a throwback, as I was mentioning before we went on, uh, Centaur Healer from Return to Ravnica. Yeah. Which was a 3-3 for the same mana cost, and when it entered the battlefield, you gain three life. Mm -hmm. This is each player is gaining four life. Yeah. Which most of the time, you don't care about your opponent gaining life as much as you care about you gaining life. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, in limited, it's a little bit of a drawback that sure. your opponent gains life. Sure. But I could see this as like a sideboard card in standard mm -hmm. against aggressive decks. Totally. Like mono red deck, you it's can gain full life too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because your li you know, their life total is not relevant if you're playing against mm -hmm. mono red. Uh, and second, as you said, it's more of a drawback in limited, but also the three mana 3-3 three, three mm -hmm. is also much more of a strength in limited too. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably be happy to play this card in limited. Like, yeah, throw down a 3-3 three, three for three. Yep. You can have far life. I have a great creature. Yeah, you know? there's a common. Yeah, it's a common. That's crazy. I mean, I guess it's not, right? Like, we, we tend to see that, you know, gold cards have a higher power level than mm -hmm. monocolor cards. So it fits, um, and that's another reason, too, why Ravnica sets have tended to be on the higher end of power on the yep. power level. So mm -hmm. continues that trend. Should be a fun card to play with in limited. This is yeah. a funny and two-headed giant, too, because you'll gain eight life as a team. So mm. if you need a little and bit of a life buffer. True, true. Yeah. But if you are on the dying <laughs> side of, that, yeah. of the board, maybe yeah. that's enough to stabilize What if you. they're on the dying side of the board? Well, then don't play the card. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's so easy. <laughs> Just don't do it. Like a 3-3 three, three at that point is probably not what's going to win you the game. And it's definitely not winning you the game if they're gaining a life. But what if, Katie? So remember yesterday we reviewed a card called uh, Erratic Cyclops, and I said it's bad. And now you're trying to tell me that a 3-3 three, three is bad, but you could just pump it up a bunch and then thud it, and then you would win. Which was a similar argument to what you guys you mentioned yesterday. Erratic Cyclops' best friend in the whole world, Become what? Immense. Which one? Become Immense. Oh my gosh, Become Immense. That's so good. That's mm -hmm. so good. Become Immense. What's Become Become Immense is green five with Delve. delve. Ah. Yeah. So yes. it's really one mana, but it's going to get plus six, plus <clears throat> six, and then another plus six, plus yep. six because of the effect of the spell. Then you team or battle rage, and you win. Yeah. And it gets right. another plus two, plus two from the team, or plus two, plus oh from the team or battle rage. That's uh, a sweet combo bomb. Yeah, that's my modern deck. I don't know. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. I'm down. That card. So our next card is Price of Fame. This is black three, instant. 
This spell costs two less to cast if it targets a legendary creature. Destroy target creature, surveil two. Okay. I like this card a lot. Yeah. So, for limited, like, ignore the first part. Destroy yeah. a creature and yeah. any sort of upside for four mana in an instant is a very good uncommon mm-hmm. limited. Oh, yeah. Throw there the are legends in the set, mm-hmm. so you might cast it for two. That'd be great. Yeah. It's like a reverse cast down uh, when you get that, that two that. mana mode activated. Yeah. Because if you've had that moment where you're staring at the cast down in your hand <laughs> and then looking back and forth to that mm-hmm. and the heart of Kieran that you yeah. can't kill. Feels bad, yeah. right? Feels really bad. It's and like then the, you look sideways to the carry Zev and you're like, still can't kill that. Yeah. It's like the Come on, play an on crop crasher, <laughs> please. Yeah. The only card it felt good to kill, the only time it felt really good Glorbringer. to cast it. Yeah, Glorbringer. Like, mm-hmm. Cast Down Glorbringer actively felt good. Every other card in that red black deck feels bad to cast Cast Down against. Yeah. So, sad. you can cast it on a Scrap Heap Scrounger. You can. Girl, that is a legal play. Yeah. You can cast it on a Scrap Heap. Yeah. And then. <laughs> so, sad. do you think this sees constructed play? No. Nah. It costs the same as cast out, but it could cost less, and it has the upside like, of surveil. Well, so it, and if, it can't oh, be removed. Okay, like so, so pretend out. pretend it just said one in a black, destroy target legendary creature surveil too. Mm-hmm. You would never play I, that. It's too that narrow. Would, right, that would be, I think, too narrow. So if you're putting that in your deck in Constructed, you have to be okay with paying four mana to kill a creature and surveil too. But people pay four mana for... Cast out. It has but cast out answers everything. Cast out answers and everything. And it cycles. <clears throat> Hour of Glory at least exiles. Yeah. Which is relevant against like uh, what's the Phoenix, Rekindling um, Phoenix. Right. And ca- Hour of Glory saw almost no play at the end of the format except in sideboards. Didn't Hour of Glory cost five also? Four. Nope, four. Oh, really? Four. four. Yeah, the um, only reason there were red-black right, decks playing it over game. Contempt is because they didn't have enough black. Right. Yeah. But then I think people just started playing more black. Yeah. And the removal, as you were mentioning too, like the answers we're getting are such good, powerful answers that this is just, it has so much competition. There could be a format where this sees play, um, but I don't think this format is that format. Not even so if you're I, like a green black deck. I think. Oh, because you just play Contempt. Well, you just play Assassin's Trophy, you play Contempt, you yeah, play you Murder you if you want it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we still have Murder. Yeah, Murder's yeah. in standard That's still. That's a good card. Yeah. So, yeah. like, there. Definitely could be, I think there probably will be a green-white deck playing uh, Shanna and Amara, mm-hmm. and probably Shalai. Yeah. So, I don't know. If, if you're expecting to see a lot of that deck, then maybe you run a Price of Fame, but I don't think that deck's going to be that big, and you can have other kill spells anyway. Mm-hmm. I agree. That are yeah. more broad. I think like the Legends Tribal deck would have to be like... Yeah, the Mox Amber uh, deck. The Mox Amber deck, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I've kind of had hopes See, for this. I like then the this, flexibility. This could also be a Stone Rain. It keeps their Mox Amber from tapping for mana. It does. Oh. It does. That's the opposite of Assassin's Trophy. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> great. It's a two-for-one for the correct side. Um, so next card uh, reminds Katie of a card that uh, you enjoyed playing back in the day. Uh, yes. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is a true fire captain or so it is translated red red white white if you haven't realized yet like i hadn't until now <laughs> this is part of a cycle where we're gonna have double pips of each of the colors in the guild so red red white white human knight whenever true fire captain is dealt damage it deals that much damage to target player additionally and it has a power and toughness oh yes it's a four three <laughs> additionally it probably has Mentor. Yeah. And that hasn't been translated. Oh, it does look like yeah. it has Mentor, plus yeah. Plus one, text, parentheses. Oh, 4-3 with Mentor. Yeah. And the damage dealt yep. text. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Yes. Pretty good. Reminds you of your old friend Boros Reckoner, huh? Yes, when I played Minotaurs. Yes, Battle Cattle. Cattle. <sighs> Little known name. Tier zero standard deck. Yeah. Tier, yes. Terrorized tiers. <laughs> <laughs> Many tiers of zero standard deck. Yeah. Yep. What do you think? Okay, but... I think this card is worse than Boris Reckoner for a bunch of reasons. <laughs> yeah, Boris Reckoner could do player or creature, mm-hmm. and it costs three mana, one. so it's one less. That's two. And you could give it first strike. <laughs> That's three. So all of the differences are better. And it's harder Boris to cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is four mana that has to be red, red, white, white. As Boris Reckoner, you could just, like... People played that in mono-red. I played that in Grixis. Yeah, hybrid. 
And by the way, when I when I see people saying, oh, Chain Roller is not going to be played as much, the mana is not going to be as good, we have Shocklands and Checklands. Yeah. We had Shocklands and Checklands last Ravnica block. I was playing a triple red card, essentially, in a three-color deck. Yeah. You can totally do that. Yeah, yeah. Especially Chain once Roller we have is not going away. <laughs> I think maybe that's a hopeful, yeah. hopeful thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, if you are... You know, into pretty heavily you have good mana for red and white and limited. This is a card that you'd be pretty yeah. happy to play. Oh, yeah. I, I would totally play this in limited. Yep. Um, I don't see it, you know, being anywhere near constructed. Yeah. Um, I'm would sure it be someone... better for constructed if it had haste? Everything would be better for constructed yeah. if it had haste. I know. It's Especially if like... it's a red creature. Yeah. Right. Like, particularly because it's supposed to be aggressive. Yeah. yeah. It's just... Although, we'll go back to a card we mentioned earlier in Brawl play this in Brawl with Star right. of Extinction. That's right. That's the combo. 20-someone. That's the combo. I'm sure people will build that and then be disappointed by it. But no, I mean, I think I think it, it slots right into the Fire Song and Sunspeaker Brawl deck. Sure. And sure. that's the best place for this card. I agree. It's the best place for most cards. <laughs> it's a really good place to be in that deck. For most red and white cards, Championship right at deck. home. Oh, that's great. Um, okay. Next card is League Guild Mage. So this is blue-red for a 2-2 human wizard. You can pay blue 3 tap draw card or red X tap copy target instant or sorcery spell you control with convert mana cost X. You may choose new targets for the copy. Once again, everything we said about the guild mages applies. It's a 2-mana mm -hmm. 2-2. Two -two. That is good. This draws you cards for 4 mana. That's really good. Yep. The copy instant or sorcery is not often going to be activated, certainly not as much as the draw card mode, but will occasionally be relevant, and you'll be really happy when it is. Yeah, you, paying, having to pay X and a red, where X is CMC, is pretty rough. Yeah. Um, but that being said, if it's somewhat late in the game, basically every spell you draw, you can double it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, forget the name of the spell, the one and a red sorcery do four damage to a creature. Yeah. Oh, the think. coil? Lava coil? Lava coil. <clears throat> Sure. That's probably the best thing in the limited format that I've seen to copy with mm -hmm. it, because then, you know, you only have to pay three more mana, so for five mana, you kill two creatures yeah. for okay. one card. Well, you'll That's have solid. five mana unlimited. Yeah. Um, this is a blue-red wizard. Wizard okay. tribal, wizard tribal, wizard yeah. tribal. I think the abilities are a little bit too expensive. Yeah. Uh, the, the X and a red really hurts here, because if it only costs, like, what you paid to cast the spell, it would be way better with Wizard's Lightning. Yeah, that would be incredible. Oh, yeah, because really you're good. still going to have to pay the full mana cost, even if Right, you it's yeah. still three and a red to copy it. Although, like, oh. copying a Lightning Strike isn't awful. Not awful. Yeah, I mean, so copying an opt would be six. pretty disappointing. Yeah. Cal, <laughs> you can probably copy a pump spell as well in, uh, yeah. in Limited and... Um, I'll also do my judge note, which is uh, mm -hmm. copy target instant or sorcery does not cast. Yeah. So it's not triggering anything like your Niv-Mizzet when someone casts mm -hmm. an instant or sorcery. You're not triggering that again by making a copy of it. That is a good good point to bring up. Yeah, Absolutely. but it, it's a weird thing because there are some spells that do things like that that say cast a copy. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Usually when like it exiles a spell and then casts a copy of For it. Sure. But this is just copying. Well, thank you, Judge Bryant. Yep. Uh, so, our next card... Uh, next card? ...is a good one. I'll, I'm going to let Brian read it, because yeah. I know that you, you're a fellow control player here. So this is... Let me just first say, have you ever had a Snapcaster Mage in hand and thought, oh man, if only this wasn't a 2-1? You are in luck. Mission Briefing is an instant. It costs blue-blue. says, Surveil 2... So that's top two, scry, or graveyard. Um, then choose an instant or sorcery card in your graveyard. You may cast that card this turn. If that card would be put into your graveyard this turn, exile it instead. So the obvious comparison is that this is Snapcaster Mage, mm -hmm. except it's not a creature. Mm -hmm. um, there's a few ways that this is better, mm -hmm. and not being a 2-1 makes it probably worse. Mm -hmm. uh, I think... I don't know if you thought about your, you know, pre-release achievement list yet. I've I have. We mentioned but, it the other night. So mission briefing to cast another mission briefing out of your graveyard to cast the first mission briefing again 
I think that's like a gold star achievement. <laughs> Wait, what? Noted, noted, noted. That's good. Mission briefing, the mission briefing. The mission briefing. And then that first one you cast okay, is in your graveyard. Then it's You're going to know so much about this mission. Oh, because it only... Yeah, you've been briefed. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> not really brief anymore. Um, yeah, this is really good. So good. Did you notice <clears throat> that the surveil could fuel yeah. the briefing? Yeah. It could. Let me tell you the worst feeling you're ever going to have playing standard two months from now Ooh. is when you attack against a blue-white player with one card in hand and has settled the wreckage in their graveyard. Or, sorry, no no, no cards in their graveyard, one card in hand. Yes. And they surveil two, flipping yes. a settle the wreckage, and then settle you. Yes. No! So this is one way that it's better than Snapcaster, is that you don't even need to have the card you want in your graveyard right now. Oh, wow. And sometimes, you know, from maybe a previous surveil or explore or scry or whatever, you know what the top card of your library is and you know that you're going to flip the right thing. Uh, it makes it really, like, just like Snapcaster, it makes it really tough to play discard spells mm -hmm. against the control deck. Because, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I'm going to make them discard settle, but they're just going to get it anyway. Mm -hmm. mm. It makes me so happy to have this card. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, people were, were like, oh, man, like... <sighs> can't get our hopes up too much because like you know Gearhulk is rotating disallows rotating like stuff is rotating like but they still have to ferry it and settle and like you know but that's okay like maybe search for scanta as long as they don't print anything else control b will be able to beat it and then they're like don't worry we got this let's print mission briefing they're printing like a good like dissolve variant they printed mm -hmm. the red sphinx's rev card like they're just I i'm so this is great having like because Having access to a, uh, like Brian was saying, right, just multiple extra copies of any card that you cast and, like, control the games go along. So you're going to have every card. This is just, it's Snapcaster Mage and Standard. It's so good. And one other thing that I want to point out is... Mm. Snapcaster Mage was pretty good in Standard. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you play with it in Standard? Yeah. I did not. <laughs> in that same deck with uh, Boros Reckoner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They were best friends. Oh, man. Um, another thing to think about with this card is that uh, the premier control deck in Modern right now oh, is Blue Light Miracles. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the things that Blue Light Miracles likes to do, or often is kind of forced to do, is to go for the panic opt and try to flip Terminus, right? Mm -hmm. Dig into your deck. Mission Briefing lets you surveil two, which is like makes it in this particular deck... Uh, it, the effect is better than Snapcaster Mage specifically because it helps you to dig further into your deck. Mm -hmm. You are seeing more cards in your deck. So you mission briefing, surveil, and then you can opt into whatever you, you know. So uh, that's a consideration. I don't know if it's going to repl like, replace Snapcaster Mage because having a body is on it is really good. But this does go, you know, yeah, push Because sometimes the you just more. play the turn two Snapcaster Mage to block something. Yeah. Especially if you're kind of Snapcaster flooded. Mm -hmm. um, I will mention, though, another way this is better than Snapcaster is against Graveyard Hate. Yes. Because the mm. resolution, of, you yes. don't target a spell in your graveyard. You choose it during the resolution. So say you've got a negate in your graveyard and you cast Snapcaster Mage. It enters the battlefield, targets negate. Your opponent can, you know, Surgical Extraction or Fairy Macabre. Probably not. But <laughs> crook of, They can uh, yeah, Crook of Condemnation. Pop a Relic. More, more yeah, Relic. Um, well, I, I mean, Relic is still going to be good against this. True. But a little different. Yeah. Um, what's what's the there's something in standard. Uh, crook is in standard, right? Crook is a lot is of it, no, yeah. it's rotating, like one right? card at a time. Okay. Yeah, it's rotating. Oh, silent gravestone. No, that's yeah. Dead eye tracker. Dead eye tracker. Yeah, that's one. That's in standard. Or you know, scavenging ooze in modern. Dead yeah. I, I actually really like dead eye tracker. Oh in yeah, this upcoming you exile card I, and I, I agree with that. I yeah, because you exile from really their graveyard. Mm -hmm. So people using the graveyards right. is fantastic. Yep. Not to mention that it explores, so you're fueling your own yep. graveyard synergy. So oh. if you're in a black green uh -huh. mirror, or like Dead Eye Tracker is the card mm -hmm. you want to be. Um, anyway, but yeah, I was saying ahead. mission briefing. So if you mission briefing, somebody can, you know, surgical extraction the card they think that you're going to flash <laughs> back. But you could, like, if you have two negates in your graveyard, yeah. and you snapcaster and you target in negate, they surgical, they eat with scavenging ooze, whatever, you get nothing. With this, if you have two negates, you mission briefing, they eat one negate, you say, sure, I'm going to choose the other one. Yeah. Or I'm going to choose one that was on top of my deck and you didn't know about it. And to go back to really feel good And you things. have priority, like, it's an instant. So if they yeah. say, try to eat it now, I'm like, no, now I'm going to cast that negate. Yeah. yeah. 
It's also uh, slightly different from Snapcaster. It's not actually flashback. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you Snapcaster, you flashback a card, and they remand it. Mm-hmm. It's exiled. They draw a card. It doesn't go back to your hand. With this, if you use Mission Briefing to, like, I don't know, cast a opt or a negate or whatever, and they remand it, it goes to your hand. Mm-hmm. And since it's right. casting, you can pay alternate costs, right? Like, in Legacy, you could Mission Briefing choose a Force of Will and pitch a blue card and pay a life and cast that Force of Will from your yeah. graveyard for the alternate cost. It is excellent. Huh. So yeah, good. I hadn't noticed, like, it It gets exiled no matter how it hits your graveyard, whether it was countered mm-hmm. or successfully cast. But if it does go back to your hand, right. you keep it. Yeah, so basically, I think this is the exact same wording as Jace Friend's Prodigy, uh, minus three. So yeah. it's going to work the yeah. same way as yeah. that. We're like, you still can't do anything weird like cast Ancestral Vision. But you can pay alternate costs, which is very important for some cards. And feel bad things. When you go mission briefing, they're like, ah, they're going to cast that, you know, dissolve, the what is it, sabotage. And they're like, get rid of it. And you're like, surveil too. Bin this uh, sabotage. I'll target, oh, not target. I'll choose my sabotage. Yep. It's going to feel excellent. How relevant do you think it is, like, in terms of getting countered, that it's an instant versus a creature? Like... Is it more sturdy? Um, so it they both get spell snared in modern, yeah. mm. and usually uh, it's fine. Like you know, like if you have a negate or a spell pierce or something, you usually will just use that on the spell that they're targeting with Snapcaster mm. instead of on the Snapcaster itself. itself. Sure. Yeah. And so I don't think it matters too much. The other difference is the blue blue in the cost. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, for, at least for blue-white, maybe less so for, like, Grixis, but for yeah. blue-white, you know, you can still do this into Cryptic, and it's not yep. a problem. Like, you'll have five blue it, mana. It is good that you can find it with, uh, as Cantus, Sunken Ruin. Yes. Yes. You can't find Snapcaster with that's so, That's another really good point, oh. is that you can get this off. And in Standard, I've, you I've can get activated, this off as Kanta. Yeah. I've activated oh. as Kanta in Modern before, and looked at four cards, and like, oh, I really want the Snapcaster, and you just can't take it. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. It's a good time. It's a good yeah. time. You've been briefed. Yeah. So next we have Dark Blade Agent. This is blue black one for a two three human assassin. As long as you've surveilled this turn, Dark Blade Agent has death touch, and whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, you draw a card. <gasps> I love surveilling yep. at instant speed and suddenly having death touch. Yeah, yeah. So that that's pretty sweet. This is a um, like it's a. I think there's some term they use in R and D. Um, but it's like an A B sort of thing. Like you need the enablers and you need the payoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, M nineteen draft. It seemed like there were a lot of life gain enablers. There were mm-hmm. a lot of cards that randomly like gained you a couple life. Yeah. But there weren't very many cards that cared about life gain. Yeah. Like there were two of them. I think it was like Johnny's Pride Mate and the White Black Uncommon. Yeah. So this is a card where if you have a lot of surveil in your deck, this seems fantastic. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, Even if you have a little, like, people can't always predict. It it depends if you want it to be a surprise mm -hmm. or if you want to give it death touch up front and then say, you know, are you willing to... And a 2-3 for 3 is not terrible. So if it doesn't get activated, you're not terribly upset. Right, but even if you just show them, like, one surveil, Mm -hmm. the threat of it might keep your opponent under control. Yeah, but... If you don't have much surveil on your deck, then you're really hoping that your opponent feels a threat. <laughs> Otherwise, right. this is just a 2-3 three for 3, and it's not very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I've seen a bunch of cards that have surveil payoffs. Like, there's the uncommon that, like, drains a life the first time you surveil. Um, there's some other card. Yeah. And we haven't seen a lot of the cards that actually do surveilling. There's probably just some commons we haven't seen yet. There's, like, the Bounce Spell. There's the Guild Mage, which does it instant speed mm-hmm. repeatably, which is fantastic. Yep. Like and it's an going... easy mechanic to just staple onto stuff. Yeah. Just, like, throw it on. Right, but, like, going turn two Guild Mage into Dark Blade Agent turn three, then your opponent knows that you have that. <laughs> right. So you attack with your two three. They're like, ah, oh, are they going to do it? So it's, it's a throw of activation thing yep. that you probably do want to activate because you get to draw a card. Yeah. But... That seems really good, but I would be concerned, and we'll see this, I think, with a couple other cards, about having too many cards that care about Surveil and not, and not enough. enough actual enablers. Sure. sure, sure. 
Speaking of enablers, our next card is mm -hmm. City Watch Sphinx, which is uh, blue five for a five four flying Sphinx. Uh, when Sp City Watch Sphinx dies, surveil two. It has to die to surveil. Yeah, yeah. So it's not the best uh, triggerer of surveils. Fire. Yeah, th this is. I think this is the Reeve Soul Memorial. Uh, people misplaying it at pre-release card. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. I absolutely do. You, you gotta watch out for this in pre-release because the last two sets we've had sphinxes that ETB scryed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also so this is a sphinx that when it dies does something. People are just gonna like pre-release, tap six, play this, and, and say surveil and reach for their deck and you gotta be like, no! <laughs> I also think people are gonna mess up the, and we talked about this, the Demir Guild Mage that just keeps something tapped instead of tapping it. it. Just like the it. other blue card. Oh yeah. Yeah. Classic so. blue cards. Yeah, so it's a six. Basically, you should treat this as like a six mana, five power flyer. If that's what you're in the market for, cool. It will close games quickly if it doesn't die, mm -hmm. and that's reasonable for one. But if it does die, you it's get a kind of It's a, you know, worst case scenario, it dies, or at least you hope your next draw is not a brick. Yeah. Right, you get to yeah. scry. Right. Next, we have Thoughtbound Phantasm. This is blue. For oh, Katie. Katie. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's a spirit, you Why guys. Why don't you take this one? Check this out. Above curve, a single pip of blue I for know. a 2-2. Two -two. There are some downsides in the text. What? It has defender. Yeah. That is that is not what spirits wants to do. It's exactly what you want for your uh, uh, band like Arcades deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah Arcades. There yeah. you go. Um, all right, so, but whenever you surveil. All right, talk more about Arcades, the Arcades, top four brawl deck. Oh, 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 oh man. Oh, oh. Uh, whenever you surveil, put a plus one plus one counter on Thoughtbound Phantasm. As long as Thoughtbound Phantasm has three or more counters, plus one plus one counters specifically. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it can attack as though it didn't have Defender. So, gosh, you got to have a lot of surveil. Yeah, this this is well. Okay. Um, so so this is exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. I I wasn't sure how much later it was going to be until we got to this card, but this is the perfect example of. If you don't have a lot of surveil in your deck, this card's just bad. Yeah. Like if you have a whole bunch of surveil, this could be really good. Oh, Being yeah. able to go like turn one to three and drop like two mm -hmm. to three of these and then just surveil, surveil, surveil. Like you can just kill people. I mean, it's oh, not yeah. uncommon, so you're probably not going to have three of them. Yeah. yeah. You, unless that's your standard deck. It, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's my standard deck now. This and Narcomoebas. I mean, so it's nice that unlike that. It doesn't fly. That's true. It, this doesn't fly? Yeah, no, but oh you think gosh. it would, right? I just assumed like all yeah. spirits fly. It looks like except it flies. Kataki. Kataki does not fly. As you yeah. found out. As I found out when I swung it into a who's Ground Kataki good blocker. against? Affinity. Affinity. Oh, yes, I swung it into Affinity, and they were like, "Yes, I will kill your Kataki." I now have this game under. Sounds like a good decision for the it was, player. I boy did I learn not. That it yeah. doesn't fly. Yeah, okay, so this doesn't fly. That's pretty bad. I definitely thought it flew. Mm. I, I, I'm glad, though, it doesn't cap the number of plus one, plus one counters. There's mm -hmm. that one red card that you can the put steam. counters on it. Yeah, the steam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, steam yeah. Boy. So you can build it up, but, like, it caps it at three. So this one, if you have a lot of surveil, it can continue to grow yeah. and grow. So one of the things that I know, you know, they've said, of course, intentionally they do in... Ravnica is make the guild keywords play well with each other that share colors. Mm -hmm. So, like, Surveil and Undergrowth play really well together. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've talked <clears> a lot about that. That's probably the best example of it. Uh, surveil and Jumpstart, mm -hmm. I think, play pretty well together, yeah. too. Jumpstart, Undergrowth. Mentor and fine. Convoke, maybe not so much, other than they both want you to play creatures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but this, this really seems like a card that would have been better if it was in the same set as Simic. Yeah. I because agree. we've got blue-black and we've got blue-red in this set. Neither of those are going to put 1-1 counters on anything. Mm -hmm. But if you were with ah. Simic, blue-green, there might be other 1-1 counter stuff, so you could get the 1-1 counters without having to have surveil cards. Mm -hmm. Clever. But unfortunately, it's not in that set, and the way sets are drafted now, it never will be drafted with those cards. Mm. Unless you just want to do it for fun or something, which yeah. I guess you can. Yeah. Uh, put it in your all Ravnica's cube or something. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, and it wasn't thinking about like ways of cheating other one because yeah. it doesn't care where the counters came from. Once you have three right. plus one plus one counters, mm -hmm. you're good. Yeah, so I think there may be. Uh, I don't know if we've seen any green cards or white cards that put plus one plus one counters on Just a creature. I think we haven't yet. Yeah. yeah, not in this set. 
there may still be one. Yeah. But there's nothing that cared about the counter, so maybe not. Right. But yeah, yeah this this really seems like a card that is disappointed about the way <laughs> they split up the guilds. Yeah. And yeah. that it doesn't have flying. What's, yeah, it's, how does the spirit not have flying? I mean, Come by on. the time it's attacking, it's at least a 5-5 five five yeah. for one. And also, so it doesn't feel that bad about not having okay, flying. That's true. Blue, if you surveil once, like blue for a three three defender is not terrible either. Like, yeah. it at least holds stuff off for a little bit, yeah. and then you can maybe get. I, I mean, I really yeah. do like defenders that have a front end because you know it'd be better. Mm-hmm. Blue for a three three flying defender. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree that we exactly. Better. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Uh, next card is Doom Whisperer. This it's is mythic. It is mythic. It's black black three for a six six nightmare demon with flying and trample. And it has the ability, pay two life, surveil two. There's a consistent surveil engine. Surveil demons have time. come a long way. <laughs> yeah, right? Back in the day. Take seven. Demons <laughs> used to have drawbacks. Uh, and you then have to pay two life? That's you don't a... have to. Oh. You could just have a five mana, six, six flying trample. Mm-hmm. Cards and are boss never limited. do anything else. Yeah, this card's ridiculous. Monster. Um seems good enough for constructed mm. although it doesn't do anything like it doesn't do anything the turn it comes down unless you want to pay two life to surveil mm-hmm. so it, you may just not get enough value from it um i've seen people online who maybe are not trustworthy th- <laughs> uh suggest trying this in like reanimator decks mm-hmm. in like legacy okay where like yeah. <clears throat> you could just pay some life to try to flip you know better creatures into your graveyard and then reanimate yeah. them Eh. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But it, it's a really interesting card. And yeah. it's, yeah. like we just said, it's repeatable surveil. Mm-hmm. So it can trigger those things that care about surveil. And the appeal of going, like, you know, playing this card on turn five and then just, like, paying ten life and milling the top ten cards of your library, is there could be a standard deck that wants to do that. Paying, like, you know, mm-hmm. 14 Godfair's life. Godfair's Gift. Imagine. Just play this. You're oh, like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Right? So, you know, I think we'll play that, that in Extended. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Uh, there's a world in which this card certainly does see certain play. And it, the, the fact that the ability is on a body is pretty good. However, um, the decks that want to fill their graveyard, like, you know, this is fine. But you really want one and two mana things to do that for you. Yep. And we're going to get to one later that does that. Um, but up until now, we actually haven't had any. You have Stitcher Supplier. We had, right. Uh, yeah. Not in this set. But yeah, Stitcher Supplier mm-hmm. is definitely a key card in these style of decks we're talking about. Yeah. I will make another note. Black often gets life gain, lifelink, mm-hmm. and that makes paying life not as bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've really seen that in this set, and I wouldn't expect that to be with Demir or Golgari. I'd expect that to be with Orzov in the next yeah. set. Yeah. Orzov loves life gain. Yeah. And yeah. Life so like, maybe, maybe this it, sees more play like after the next. Yeah, well, I mean, just even just for limited. like this is. I think this is, again, this is a card, even though it's a Demir card... It was really hoping to be paired with Orzov, yeah. so that you could be paying life and gaining life. Yeah. So your life could be a better resource or a more renewable resource. Um, though, also, new demon synergizes with uh, Liliana's Liliana card. Yeah. That... Contract. No. no. Uh, wait, is it contract? Contract. Yeah. Well, it is. Pact. Yeah, demonic pact. pact is what I was thinking of, and yeah. then the new one is Liliana's contract. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Um, yeah, another so card can... that makes you lose life, so synergy. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> and uh, also the art is cool. It has a lot of arms. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's a nightmare demon. It is definitely It has that. some of those arms maybe weren't originally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're I would, borrowed. I would agree with that. Uh, our next that, card... That really looks like the art and everything else. This is an Innistrad card that got lost and ended up on Ravnica. <laughs> yeah, it got Emrakuled. Mm-hmm. It got mutated a little bit. It does bit, look Emrakuled. Right? And it got yeah. kind of like tentacly with the arms but and the arms. But it's a nightmare, so that, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, so we have Lazav the Multifarious. this one? Sorry? So, yeah, go ahead. So Lazav the Multifarious, blue-black for a 1-3 legendary creature shapeshifter. Mm. It's a mythic rare. He's got that fancy legendary frame. So there's Lazav, who was the... Uh, guild leader before but he's got a new card now slim oh. down is he not the guild leader anymore <laughs> no he still is oh, okay. but like this is the second lazav card got it got it okay uh so he says when lazav the multifarious enters the battlefield surveil one and then he has an activated ability for x lazav the multifarious becomes a copy of target creature card in your graveyard with converted mana cost x except its name is lazav the multifarious it's legendary in addition to other types and it has this ability 
Oh, so you can pay it again. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can make it a copy already... of something else. Right. Yeah. So so this is it's pretty similar templating to like uh, Thespian Stage from <laughs> yes. Gate Crash. No. I was thinking of a more recent, there was like a mirror thing. Uh, yeah, mirror, Mirage Mirror. Mirage yeah, Mirage yeah, Mirror. Which was the most yeah. annoying thing. It was very confusing. To be running a pre-release yes. where that card existed. Because yep. everyone had questions about it. Yep. Uh, and it's an artifact, so everyone who opened it played it. Oh yeah. Copying sagas is fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Lazav's pretty cool. So yeah. two mana one three ETB surveil so that triggers all your surveil stuff. Sweet. He can become a copy of the best creature in your graveyard or the most useful creature in your graveyard, um, except he's still Lazav and he's still legendary. Um, so this is really similar to the old Lazav, mm-hmm. uh, who costs four mana. He was a three three that whenever a card went into an opponent's graveyard, you could have him become a copy, except he still had that ability and he was hexproof. Oh. So this Lazav not hexproof, nope. although. Hey, if you got a bogle in your graveyard, pay one, make him hexproof. True. You know, it's like a better version of Chromium's ability. Yeah. <laughs> and there's almost certainly some combo with this. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it is, but let me tell you what I'm it sure is. it's there. I got it, Brian. Yeah. So you play Lazav. In your graveyard, you have Tetsuko Umizawa. And you have the sixteen sixteen, and you're like swing. And they're like, all right, yep. no blocks. And then you're like, boom! It's a sixteen sixteen. Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, I, do, oh, yeah. I like the idea of using it as a toolbox, right? As like yeah. being like, hey, I have all these different things in my graveyard, and I can use whatever I want. Um, yeah, it feels. So you're gonna powerful. build a Lazal brawl deck. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you misheard me, but uh, I mean, what you said sounded. I think I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, this card, you know, in the right deck could be played, but it feels like a lot of things have to go right before I play this. Or there's, like, I think you were right in thinking about, like, combos. Um, I don't think it's just a card you want to just shove into your graveyard value deck. I don't know. It doesn't feel quite strong enough. I mean, I would definitely play it in limited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then it's a 1-3 for 2. That's fine. It blocks all the guild mages. It surveils um, one when it comes. Yeah, it down, surveils nice. one if you care about surveilling, which you probably do. Yeah, if you're blue yeah. black, you know it, it triggers that uh, spirit, mm-hmm. gives them a little encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also just later in the game becomes the biggest thing you have lying around in your graveyard. Yeah. Oh, you can also <laughs> they already copy. killed your thing and you mm-hmm. get it back. You can copy yeah. the spirit, put a plus one, put a bunch of plus and plus one counters on it, and then switch it back to something. So, better. so it's actually. Lying. If the spirit's in your graveyard, yep. you could play Lazav, surveil trigger on the stack, mm-hmm. and pay copy one it. to make him a copy of the mm-hmm. spirit, get the counter on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and then and turn he'll be a two-four. Yeah. But then turn it something with flying, Katie. So your spirit, well, it's not a spirit anymore, but it would then be able to fly after it got its counter. Yeah, so there's a lot of weird and interesting things you yeah. can do with this card. Yeah. It's I pretty th- fun. Pretty yeah. fun design. It's just really nice that you can like keep activating mm-hmm. it. It doesn't lose that ability. Yeah, and that there's no out. extra cost. It's just X and not like black X or blue black X because mm-hmm. that would just be a pain. Yeah. yeah, I mean you do have to. You, it would be much better if it was just like pay a flat rate. You know, oh one, one yeah, black, of right? course. Yeah. So so obviously they're not doing that. Right. Um, right. But yeah, at least for what it does, it's relatively mana efficient. Yes. Uh, we have another guild mage here. This is uh, red, white for 2-2 human wizard. Legion guild mage, it is. And uh, has red 5 tap. The guild mage deals 3 damage to each opponent. Or white 2 tap. Tap another target creature. Love this in 2 headed giant. Uh, yep. Yeah, 6 mana for 6 damage repeatably is pretty good. Yep. Uh, but once again... It's a guild mage. So, like, you know, in the late game, this produces inevitability. And a little bit earlier, it helps to act as kind of a removal spell. So, Yeah, I mean, the tapping ability is a little bit more than you would like to pay for that ability. It is. I like to pay white or nothing for it, yep. personally. Yeah. Well, but to have I don't think you get to do that very often in modern no, limited magic. No, you don't. But... Yeah, well, we it, just had the Fame Bearer, didn't we? And Edifice of Authority, actually. Did something Edifice similar, and the... Yeah, well... The, Pacification array, <laughs> wasn't that a thing? also an enchantment? It's yeah. uh. so like usually when they put it on a creature, they make it cost 
you know, at least a couple mana. Um, I'll, I'll point out, so this is an editing thing that you notice in Modern Magic cards, tap another target creature. It could just say tap target creature. And in Paper Magic, it wouldn't really make any difference. For online play, they want to make sure you don't, like, click too much and accidentally tell it to tap itself. Happens all the time. Yep. Wow. Yeah, if it just said tap target creature, a lot of people would mess it up on Magic Online. Absolutely. Wow. Which would make me sad. I, I've blown up, you know, a couple of my own lands before, so. Mm -hmm. That is. It is super indeed super a field thing. of ruin your own field of ruin? Uh, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Believe it or not. <laughs> that is so dumb. When you choose targets, it's still on the battlefield. When Legacy, you can wasteland, have your wasteland wasteland itself. I did once Gear Hulk back Disallow and cast Disallow on the Gear Hulk's trigger. <laughs> which, like, That's I don't wrong. even know if it works. Like, I felt like it shouldn't work, right? Because the, the trigger is resolved already. Uh, well, you've targeted it. Has it has... Is it is resolving? It so still it is still is on resolving. the stack. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so like that's how, again, a weird legacy things like you can have, you misdirect a counter spell to have it target right. itself. Right. <laughs> that is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we have. So they they template things to try to avoid that in the future. Good job, wizards. Got to keep those mm -hmm. uh, making little players in mind. Uh, Wojek bodyguard, red two for a three three human soldier with Mentor, and Wojak Bodyguard can't attack or block alone. I like how not how much this is not a downside, right? Because, like, Mentor, you want to attack yeah. other stuff anyways, so, like, it might as well be a red 2-3-3. Three, three, three. Like, once in a while it'll be relevant. It, it could just say Wojak Bodyguard shouldn't attack. Or yeah. Block <laughs> just friendly advice there. Friendly Absolutely. Advice. I mean, the fact that it can't block alone may occasionally yeah. be relevant. Yeah. Because three but, and a three three to block would be very nice. But more, I think, if you're playing this in a like red something else other than like a red white, yeah. because red white just seems so aggressively slanted. Yeah, like mentor is definitely aggressive. I like so this is an ability that shows up on red cards, you know, every so often, like every couple of sets, and I really like putting it on a card with mentor yeah. because that's encouraging you to have it attacking with something else anyway, yeah. encouraging you to have enough creatures in your deck, mm -hmm. things like that. To do yeah. that. Yeah. So like you still get to have this, yes, technically it's a drawback, but it it when they put a mix of abilities on a card that encourages people to play in a way that the drawback's not so bad, I like that as game design. Yeah, yeah, and it helps to uh, helps new players to like figure right. out what they're supposed to be doing as well, mm -hmm. which is good. Yeah. Uh, okay, our next card. What's our next oh, card, I... guys? Someone tell me. Uh, Garrison Sergeant, if this is correctly translated, for five mana, three red, white. This is another Boros card. This is a Viashino Soldier. Mm. It's a three three. What's a Lizard person. Lizard person. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, and Obviously, I should have known that. <laughs> yeah. And says, uh, Garrison Sergeant has double strike as long as you control a gate. <gasps> Gates matter. Gates do matter. I mean, five Gates mana for a... Gates never stops mattering. So, assuming you always have a gate, five mana for a 3-3 double strike, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. And loaded. It's a common. Maybe yeah. you can mentor this and uh, mm -hmm. get a counter yeah, there, We've seen quite a few four power mentors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Four twos, in mm -hmm. fact. So five two, I five think. two, yeah. Card yeah, seems combo strong. It's like a nice top end to the red white aggro deck. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. it attacks really, really well. Um, I like it. I like it. Good limited card. But man, if if you have this and you attack, and then your opponent blocks and assassin's trophies your guild. I was gate. gonna say they kill your gate at instant speed. Yeah, they kill your gate. Yeah, yeah. What a target play. permanent. What a play. I know it doesn't specify non land. Is there an instant? There's no instant speed way to get the gate back. Is there? Like right on the spot. I think uh, everything's sorcery speed. Probably that not. You fetch gates. Yeah. yeah. Tragic. Tragic. Oh, now we got. I love this. This is a nice reprint. We got Sky Knight Legionnaire. This oh, it's is. A reprint? It is a yeah. reprint from Boros. This. We'll go. Yeah. Let's see what the card is first. Uh, so this is Red White 1 for a 2-2 two, two Human Knight with Flying and Haste. So it's basically, if you took the blue mana from Mantis Rider, turned it into Colorless, and said, ah, oh, you lose Vigilance now. It's and, that. And a power. And, yeah, power yeah. and toughness. So it's worse than Mantis Rider is what you're saying. It, it is worse okay, than Mantis But it's a common. Are. It's a common. 
Um, so I think yeah. actually this is this is a reprint from Gate Crash, I, but I think this card was also in the original Rav. Yes, it was in the original. So Rav this is set. a triple Rav card. Yeah, Skynet Legionnaire just always comes back, and I think yep. it's totally reasonable for it too because it's such a good design yep. for Boros. Like it is aggressive, evasive. It's a fine mm -hmm. rate. It's good to mentor. It's just it's great. It's, yeah, it's, it's a great a card. Mentor. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Skynet Legionnaire. I've liked it from. First yeah, I time I saw it. Haste is particularly good with Mentor because you can't Mentor onto something else that isn't attacking. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you play out your, you know, three drop that has Mentor, then... And then you still have to wait two turns. Yeah, you can't Mentor anything. anything until yeah. a couple turns later unless you have a Hasty guy. Mm. Yeah. And, like, you know, Windrake, right? Three mana for a 2-2 two -two flyer. Very mm -hmm. reasonable. Put Haste on it. Now I'm very interested uh yeah when i first i first started playing magic in like mirrored and kamigawa so shortly afterwards was a, the og ravnica and uh my brother played a, a bunch of these in there in, in his casual deck and up to four uh i think he had three of them oh, okay. um and it's just I like, was like I, find the fourth yeah, well I, you, you said know. a bunch in casual deck this is early days maybe you don't yeah. know the rules maybe he played like eight yeah. i was probing for that like yeah. <laughs> uh next we have Aurelia, um, who definitely who has some Aurelia? subtitle. Aurelia yeah. is yeah the guild leader. Oh yeah, she had a obviously card, you guys remember. Rabbit she had a card in Gate Crash. She had a Fury. She did. Oh. Aurelia's Fury was oh. X red white for do something blah blah blah, and everyone thought it was going to be really good, and <laughs> then people played with it and they're like, oh, this is terrible. Never uh, saw it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess she's calmed down now. A little bit. She's certainly yeah. gotten cheaper. She still looks mad. She was she like, does. wasn't she red, red, white, white too originally? Yeah, but she gave extra attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. She got tougher. She did get tougher. Less aggressive and tougher. But that less hasty. Symbolic. Less hasty. Yeah. So what did she actually do, you ask? Well, she is I'm, red, I'm white I'm really curious too. what her subtitle is, though. Yeah. That has not been translated It hasn't yet. been. Um, so this is red, white, two for a 2-5 with flying and mentor. So once again, because it's a 2-5, great mentor target as well. Weird that you're mentoring your guild leader, well, but at the beginning of combat on your turn, you may target up to one creature you control. That creature gets plus two plus so and gains trample if it's red and vigilance if it's white. It's going to make it even harder to mentor. Well, no, it makes it super easy because now your mentor mm -hmm. creatures can mentor, right? Like if, if all your, your stuff is too big, then you just make the mentors bigger. Um, but you can also target this, right? And then this can mentor something else. Or if you have another mentor, something else can mentor this. Like, this card just plays super, super well with your mentor mechanic. It can target itself. Yeah. Yes. So oh. it, if you have, like, a three-power mentor creature with mentor, or even a two-power whatever, are there two-power? Just, just the goblin, maybe. Goblin, yeah. Um, if, if you have basically any creature with mentor... You could, given, you know, infinite combat turns, just have them just change who you're giving plus two plus oh two mm -hmm. and just keep having them mentor each other. But I think the normal rate on this, like I would evaluate it as a four mana for a four five uh, flying mentor trample vigilance. Yeah. That seems pretty good. It's really that seems good. Very good. Really, really good. Yeah. That's like awesome. it's a mythic rare, it's a guild leader. I feel like this is playable. Absolutely. Um, it's super bomby in limited and in standard if you can find um, if there's like a, a red white deck in standard which is what I'm uncertain of um, mm -hmm. then do you think the aggressive deck in standard is looking like wizards like mono red red I think blue goblins could be a deck mm -hmm. would they splash white for this homie no probably not I just don't know where this card goes. Like, it feels like it goes in, like, an aggressively slanted mid-rangey deck, but, like, yeah. I think it's competing with a lot of really good cards, especially if control is strong, like mm -hmm. Rekindling Phoenix. Um, I don't know. So I, I'm not convinced this is going to find a home, but I, I really like it. It does at least have, like, a pseudo-haste, Yeah. where the turn you play it, assuming you remember to play it before combat, it is still giving something plus two, plus oh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Trample or Vigilance. Right, right. Yeah, so I don't know if this makes it in standard, at least right now, like, mm -hmm. while well, you said Rekindling Phoenix is legal. Yeah. But there's going to be a time where this card's in standard and Rekindling Phoenix isn't. Yeah, yeah. Assuming they don't reprint Rekindling Phoenix next set. Or they don't decide they want to change rotation again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, they haven't changed it for a little while, I think. <clears throat> yeah. So, anyways, Aurelia, cool card. Um, nice, nice card to be excited about. Next, we have the card I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. Glowspore Shaman. 
Blue Spore Shaman is black-green for a 3-1 Elf Shaman. When it enters the battlefield, put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard. You may put a land card from your graveyard on top of your library. Uh, Golgari needs this. It probably needs more, but this is a good start. Yeah. Um, the fact that you're getting, you know, black-green, mill three, you can hit your next land drop if you really need to, and it yep. comes with a 3-1. So, like, it's probably going to trade something with something. Uh, so yeah. I, I think the card is great. Very construction playable. Yeah, I think it's very useful that it's a land card from your graveyard, and it doesn't have to be one of those three. Yes, yes. Um, it's also, I think, sets up Explore really well. Yeah. Like, oh, if yeah. you can play this into some Explore creature, you know you're going to draw that land. Or if you don't want the land, you don't want the land. Mm -hmm. you know? The kind of backward synergy with the mm -hmm. Explore mechanic for Golgari is also very sweet. Very sweet. So this is, yeah, I mean, this is a card that we're looking for, right? Because we were talking a lot about how... How are you uh, feel all this yeah, it has so many payoffs. Mm -hmm. Talking about A B mechanics, like so many payoffs as it first constructed, but we need this kind of fuel mm -hmm. uh, if we're gonna be able to play a deck. So Stitcher Supplier and Glowspore Shaman are a really good place to start. Uh good. Uh next up we have that's right, a three mana one one. It's uh <laughs> <laughs> there's more, there's more. It's a uh, green black one or Okrin Okrin Assassin? Ochran? Ochran? I don't know. Ochran I think Ochran? it's Ochran. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Elf Assassin, 1-1, one, one, has Death Touch. And all creatures able to block Ochran Assassin do so. Yep. Oh. And the flavor text says, I hope they don't have First Strike. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't actually say that. Yeah. You really want, That's like... Hilarious. This is one of those super high-risk, high-reward cards <laughs> where you can really risk just getting completely blown out if you try to, like, put pumps or auras onto this. Uh, but if it works, yeah. you just decimate your opponent's board. Oh. Well, I, you don't even need to decimate their board. I think you just have this as an Alpha Strike card. Mm -hmm. Like, you play a bunch of creatures, you attack with all of them, and they all have to block this card. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. I was, yeah. So I'm talking, like, best and worst case scenario. Yeah. I think, like, on average, spell. it is what you said. Where, mm -hmm. like, this is a card that has that all creatures able to block text on it, which is always good for alpha strikes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, it'll like, Death Touch, it also plays defense pretty yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, three mana is not how much you want to pay for a 1-1 Death Touch. I'd like to pay one mana, mm -hmm. two at absolute worst. But, you know, it's a creature. It's gonna trade with something go to your graveyard is gonna make undergrowth better so that's fine it's a little bit interesting too um the gameplay i think that would play out depending on when you play this because mm -hmm. if you play this card down then it's able to attack the next turn right so your opponent is not gonna want to play out a bomb if they don't have a mm -hmm. removal spell for this uh so they kind of have to deal with this uh while this is, is there um, yeah. before they play out a creature so. yeah it's like it makes it awkward for them to attack yep because then you just have Death Touch Blocker, but it also makes it awkward for them to not attack, because then you can block and kill one of their creatures. Yeah. Whichever one is the biggest problem. Yeah, yep. it's not good against Flyers, because they can still attack with right. Flyers. Right, No reach on uh, this little assassin. Sure, but wait. sure. Yeah. But they do have to block if they haven't already attacked their Flyers. Yeah. Right. So if you're having a problem with a Flyer, and for one turn they, for some reason, don't tap it. Or even just if it has Vigilance. Like, this kills yeah. Aurelia. If she gives herself vigilance, it's like, great, now she has to block this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trade? To absolute, yeah. Oh, man. That's cool. I, I feel like I've never seen that uh, ability on a death touch creature. That's very nice. Yeah, it's a nice mm -hmm. new, like, yeah. it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, mixing and matching mechanics. Like, this seems like a kind of obvious one that actually probably doesn't have Yeah, why don't they just make a vigilance flyer? Yeah. Vigilance flyer with maybe, I don't yeah. know, what colors do you think that would be, Ryan? No, like this this card in green black. <laughs> oh, and it's just this yeah. card. Yeah, yeah, in green black. Absolutely. Vigilance Fire, that's where where it goes. All green right, black. all right, let's So next <laughs> let's up we have we have Celestia Creature Charm, which mm -hmm. is uh Knight of Autumn, green white one for a two one dryad knight. When it enters the battlefield, choose one. Put two plus one plus one counters on Knight of Autumn, destroy target artifact or enchantment, you gain four life. Very versatile. <clears throat> this is like Yeah. You know, either a Rex Sage, or it's a three mana four three, or it's like yeah, you get to gain a little bit of life, and it's great against aggro. You get to probably mm -hmm. trade with something, blank one of their burn spells, and it's just great. It's such a good card. Yeah. And so, so this is a rare. Yeah, it is a rare. It is a rare. Yeah, right. <laughs> we should mention it. it's it's a rare. It's good enough to be a rare. I think. 
Yes, agreed. You know, I this is going to see some play in standard. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it does everything. Right, it's <laughs> it does it all. It's the all important main deck card that destroys artifacts or enchantments yeah. without being dead when there isn't a target. Or if you're like depending on what the meta game looks like, it's also could serve as the sideboard card that like serves in multiple roles against multiple different decks, right? Where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I needed something for aggro, I needed something for, like, the enchantment deck, and I needed, like, a cheap beater. Hey, look, I have one cyborg card that yeah. does all of these things. But, but I feel like if it's that good against that many decks, you might yeah, just Yeah, you probably just put it in the main board. Yeah. Absolutely. It seems Absolutely. really good, important in uh, History of Benalia Mirrors. Yeah. Being it able to blow up those up. History of Benalia, and it's a knight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like but it a lot. Do, so then you are trying to play like a Hobzon Knights deck because you you want both the the first striking black and mm-hmm. white knights. You want history, and then you want and this. the zombie knight. And you do have um, <laughs> you do have both Overgrown Tomb and uh, Temple Garden. Yep. In this set, so you you can you have your Obzon. Yeah, Obzon's on. one of the fairly well supported. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It does feel like in limited like this is going to be. A, a little rare that like if a new player opens this they might be a little disappointed because uh, they might not recognize the value of the the versatility of it but yeah well, I, and it might not i mean it's not in great in limited yeah. yeah it's it's more for constructed yeah i yeah. mean a three mana four three is good in limited mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to have that but yeah like, but it's not a rare right. right no yeah exactly and i don't think there's that many artifacts or enchantments in this set or we and haven't the, seen any yet that yeah matter. we haven't seen very many yeah. Uh, Don't forget, well, Guild Summit, Guild Summit. We have seen the green-white card that can get in, was it, enchantment or creature? Or enchantment or land or mm-hmm. whatever it was. So yep. I'm assuming there's some enchantments coming. I hope so. Because enchantments also play pretty well with Mentor. Yeah, yeah. How do they play well with Mentor? Uh, you pump a creature with Mentor so that it can Mentor things. Huh, huh. Sure. Mentor bigger things, yeah. yeah. And like also, like, and this is just because I, I love enchantments and I'm probably reading the things that aren't there, but like, Seeing the card, the the Enchantress from uh, M19, yep. right, is green-white, which, because mm-hmm. Kiri, yeah, so you draw a card and recast enchantment, and then uh, this card, not this card, but the card that Brian was mentioning, mm-hmm. where you can dig for enchantment, I'm like, where's the enchantment deck? Like, come on, guys. Yeah, no, it, it seems like that M19 Uncommon was yeah. kind of seeding for a green-white enchantments theme. Yeah. So it's interesting that we haven't seen any of that theme yet. Right, but we're getting so... another card that looks like it's digging for enchantments. Like. Uh... Yeah, but I, I feel like there's still a lot of Selesnya cards Yes, left. yes, 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 there are. So maybe right. we just haven't seen them. Maybe they, like, reprint uh, Ethereal Armor and oh. stuff like that. And then we just play Bowls again. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have Hexproof, guys, so sure. Well, we have that, that uh, what's it called? The Four mana six blue, there? blue, black, black. If you want oh, to get real yeah. aggro with your man, <laughs> yeah. Blue, black, black, three, three. You have uh, Palladium Wars. Yep, Palladium Wars. Vine Mare. Yeah, just, 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 just pump up one. Palladium Wars until it's a lethal attack and then attack <laughs> once. <laughs> one time, it's all you need. Mm-hmm. You need. It always has hexproof. Uh, next is Affectionate Indrick. This is green five for a 4 4 beast. When it enters the battlefield, you may have it fight target creature you don't control. Nice to prevent misclicks again. Yep. Uh, so good on good on them for that te- uh, templating. And in limited, the card seems pretty great. And in mm-hmm. standard, I probably am not playing it. But yep. Yeah. I-, I love this kind of effect in limited, like green creature fights. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Nice. It's, it's a big a guy and removal basically. Yeah. yeah. They're they're Ooh, very nice. Some more things. Nice. Oh. That's why I always refresh when we get to the end, because there's always more. The freshest and the greatest spoilers. Okay. Yes. So now I like, I like both of these, yeah. though I haven't totally read them yet. Cool. I like that they're rares and they're like they they look like they're good. Alright. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Choose one, read one for Yeah, us. read one, pick one. I know which uh, one you're gonna pick. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can you can you can do I'll the do the, the yeah. elephant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the elephant in the room. So venerated Loxodon is white four. For a 4-4 Elephant Cleric with Convoke. When Venerated Loxodon enters the battlefield, put a plus plus one counter on each creature that convoked this. Hey, that's a way to put counters on your spirit that doesn't fly. It's also, Mm -hmm. and I think this is really important. But again, that's blue and white, which Azorius is not in this set. So you're unlikely to be playing that. So this is, we've seen Convoke. This is the second time we've seen it in Celestia. We've seen it a couple times before that. So this is a way of exploring a new design space with Convoke, right? Mm -hmm. Where... 
similar to how when we had delve only one card that delved had the soul flare like care yeah. about what i delve and this is doing that where it's like oh i care about what i convoke and i think this is you know wizards yeah. likes to be really conservative with doling out their design space because they really want to squeeze every ounce from yeah. it um, and this is a great example of kind of taking Convoke to the next level. So I, I think it's a great design. Yeah, um, yeah. Convoke's a great mechanic, yep. and it's something that they want to be able to bring back a few times, so they want to leave some variations. And this is a cool variation we haven't seen before. Yep. Uh, a 5-mana Convoke 4-4 four four is a really good rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very um, good rate. I mean, I could see this scene playing Constructed, because it can put one encounters on... A couple creatures, especially in like, if there's a token deck in Constructed, mm-hmm. this basically costs no mana yeah. and puts a 1-1 one, one counter on like five tokens. Can you over-convoke, Brian? No. That's what I was going to add. That was my <clears throat> rules yeah, question. Because you, so, you could over-crew. So this was actually when, right before they brought back, was it? So Convoke was in M15? Yeah, that sounds right. right? Yeah, because that was the, you had and the then, spirits in that. Yeah. Triple spirits. Um, right before that, they changed the rules on Convoke and Delve. Because Delve had been printed on a couple of cards in, what, Future Sight, Time yeah. Spiral Block. Yeah. Um, they changed the rules. It used to be the original rules of both of those cards that Convoke and Delve were cost reduction. So you could over-Delve and over-Convoke. And then they changed it to be actually paying. Mm. Which... Okay. Which means yeah, you which can makes pay this card technically worse, yeah. but it makes it way easier to cast spells against like Trinisphere or something like that. Right. I do think that if it was to see play in standard, uh, I think a token deck is where mm-hmm. you want to be. Uh, it acts as like a really cheap miniature Virtuous Gearhulk, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're going like, yeah, now I have a bunch of two twos uh, instead, plus whatever other effects I'm using to pump tokens. So. I like it in that regard. I think I like it more for limited. Uh, so again, Ryan, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be sure yep. to have you back in future seasons as we have been doing. Uh, and that wraps it up for today. So thanks again to New England Comics. You can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge. And to Flipside Gaming. You can access at flipsidegaming.com. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. I'm Brian. And this is... Spoiler, Spoiler Season. season.